Hey, hey, hey. I'm Regina Gorge. Welcome to After's Podcast. This podcast contains adult themes and strong language. So if that's not your thing, then fuck off. If you're still here, grab a drink and enjoy. Welcome to the After's Podcast. I'm Regina Gorge and I am the best drag queen in Fife. I am Raspberry, the dyspraxic diva of Dundee. And I'm Giselle, the Virgin of Edinburgh. Afters. 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 All right, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to talk. Okay. Today we are joined by Miss Danny Harmer, star of the story of Tracy Beaker. Danny's house, Danny's castle, a contestant on, Stri- on Strictly Come Dancing, and she has just announced this week that she'll be coming back to the role of Tracy Beaker in My Mum Tracy Beaker coming out next year. Here we are, Miss Danny Harmon. Hello, that was a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. I know, such a soft voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such a soft feminine voice. <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's like so weird to be sitting here on Zoom with you. I'm just like, oh, hell. We're all in the same room. What are you on about? I think I'm a bit more excited. I'm the most excited. Don't worry. I've been been having to mentally prepare for this for like the last... How long have we known about this? A week or two weeks? A couple of weeks, I guess. a week, I think. Or is it two? Yeah, a couple of weeks, weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but it's been like... It's just so... It's surreal because like Tracy Beaker is just like it's such a big part of like me growing up like actually seeing mm. your face in front of me is very like it's weird though because I've noticed this as like you grow up when you meet celebrities it feels very normal talking to them because like it's faces that you've gotten so used to seeing mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean like you know I see your face and I'm just like it feels like it's someone I knew from like when I was like six yeah no I, I totally get that I think because people kind of think that they know you in a way I guess but obviously they yeah, exactly. But I was exactly the same. I met um, Sir Ian McKellen, and I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So when I saw him, mm-hmm. I was, like, nearly crying. I was nearly sick on myself because that's Gandalf. Do you know what I mean? But I was well aware that he wasn't actually Gandalf. But I, So I, I totally get it. But I felt like I knew him, and I just wanted him to, like, do some, like, magic spells or something. But that that, that didn't happen, mm. unfortunately. But it was. A- See, that's what it feels like. I'll simplify it for you. So it's like when somebody sees you on like um, Instagram, yeah, and then, like, and then like they go to the club and then they see you, and then like they're like, "Oh my god, Giselle smells so bad." In real life. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, wow, but... his eyebrows are so hairy. Like what? That's so weird. You don't see texture on Instagram. You're good though because yeah. you always have like a really chill energy. Like I've had friends. I've got a friend's my friend's boyfriend actually met you in Attic in Aberdeen, Woo-hoo! and there was a video of you going like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bug off tours or something else like she just seems so chill oh yeah no i get told to do some weird stuff when i go meet people um but i love i love meeting people because i i love how excited people get and then they get really really excited because they think they're going to be the first person ever to have met me and asked me to say bog off and i'm like yeah not only are you like literally not only are you not the first person to ever do that to me but you're like the 100th just today so i've had like a good sort of 20 years of it but it still really makes me laugh the fact they're like oh bog off like yeah good one very 
It must be so like so you're like having like an actual catchphrase that everyone just knows and associates with your face. Yeah. You know, I, you know what I mean? Like 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 it's such like a specific phrase as well. <laughs> like no one else would say that. No, I know, but and it's also really weird because I actually don't remember saying it that much. Like I think I probably said it like a handful of times, but it was just one of those things that like really caught on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were really, we've been like watching it back just like in preparation for this because like. I'm sad and don't have a life back, but <laughs> I also love Tracy Baker, so it's all right. Uh, but we were watching it back, and I noticed you've only said it, like, really a total of, like, I think Max, in, like, the original series, ten times. Yeah, exactly. But I think people just, like, really, really picked up on it, and sort of the older I got, I'm pretty sure the last times I said it. Um, but, yeah, it's the, it's the thing that people scream at me the most when I'm just, like, walking yeah, in Sainsbury's yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most people always ask me about that very first series, a lot more than they do mm-hmm. with the others like I always get asked if I actually really ate the worm I'm like of course I did not like <laughs> as if like the director's <laughs> gonna make me eat an it? actual worm like yeah so uh yeah those are the kind of things that I get asked the most which is funny because it was like so long ago you kind of think that they'd ask you know something about like more present things but yeah do you get like recognized in the street obviously you would but do people come up to you and they're like oh my god Tracy or do they like Refer to you should uh, you uh, refer to you as Danny. Your muggle like, name. Yeah, my, my muggle name. I love that. <laughs> yeah, your muggle name. <laughs> yeah, I get recognised pretty much everywhere I go. I think since I have stopped straightening my hair because I can't be asked anymore, that's certainly got me a lot more mm. attention. So because I think automatically, yeah. if, you've got, yeah. if you've got big curly hair, people kind of tend to look at you anyway. Um, so yeah, I get called. Mm-hmm. Tracy quite a lot but it's normally by people that actually know my real name's Danny and they're just doing it to like act cool in front of their friends like I don't really know her actual name you know so I'm just gonna call her Tracy (laughs) uh so yeah I kind of get that a lot but yeah most people do know my name which is quite nice but whether people choose to use it or not is a very different question (laughs) it must be a really weird experience just like being in Tesco getting your shopping and someone's like say bog off right now and you're like um yeah it's exactly it's like literally the weirdest and I remember when I was younger I was like walking around Sainsbury's just doing my shopping and someone thought it'd be a really good idea just to throw a packet of hula hoops I'm like great what 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 did you achieve there just so they can say oh I threw a packet of hula hoops at Tracy Beaker so I'm like well at least I gave you a good story I suppose but I wish you'd use a softer crisp so if you see me, <laughs> yeah. if you see me well, in the future, well, that's the thing though. It must be so surreal because like that would have started like when you were a kid as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like growing up with that kind of, um, you know, that kind of like, an- well, not like animosity, I guess, but like that kind of like fame. You know, everyone just like knowing your face because like I remember when I was a kid, everyone tried to put a speaker all the time. It was like one of the, like the main like TV shows that everyone just knew, and if you didn't know it, then you're weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think yeah, it was kind of weird, especially because I was so young when I first started. I was only twelve. Um, but I'm just thankful that um, social media was not around back then. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Like the only sort of interactions I had was with actual people. So everyone was like really nice to my face, which was great. So um, I think it would have been very, very different if like Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that would have been around. So uh, yes, thank goodness mm-hmm. it was uh, way back in the day. <laughs> They're not so nice now. <laughs> it must have been like a really different experience for you growing up compared to us, because obviously like we'll just go to school and then maybe we'll go to uni. Like, how? What, what was it like juggling, working on Tracy Beaker and doing school and everything? Yeah, I had, like, a really weird childhood, but um, it was a pretty awesome one at the same time. I kind of went to school whenever I could, basically. But when we were on set, we had our own tutor. 
Um, so I actually found that I did a lot better with my schoolwork on set than I did in the actual classroom because I just found that boring. Um, so yeah, it was kind of weird. Like I would, you know, instead of going to like my school prom or whatever, I went and met the queen instead, like on her birthday, <laughs> like as you do. So I can't, oh like God. I missed out on like some, I missed out on some like really big things, but I also got to like, have a blue peter badge which i think is a little bit more cool so mm-hmm. you know well, you know it ebbs and flows yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god imagine if we met the queen she's really uh, nice she's oh, the queen. The queen. she's nice she's a lovely lovely lady there's so many rules though that when you get to meet her you're absolutely yeah, terrified because yeah. you've spoken to like eight different people that have given you this long list of rules of what you're not allowed to do so you're like Oh my god! If I break just one of yeah. them, am I going to get beheaded? So uh, that's kind of a bit terrifying, which is really nice. I'd be like, yes, please. <laughs> she can do that though. I think. I think the queen's allowed to stab yeah. you with a knife, and she's. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that that is true. <laughs> I know you'd be standing there terrified. She just like mm-hmm. pulls out a sword. Yeah, you're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I blinked. <laughs> Imagine one day the queen just snapped and killed everyone. That'd be so hot. Yeah, that would, that would be great. I really hope that happens soon. I mean, don't jinx it, because this year, the way this is going, that's probably coming next. Mm. So let's mm. let's yeah, not jinx ourselves, because 2020 sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's getting a little bit better now. Where is it you're from? I'm just from outside of London. So it's not, it's not, it's actually okay up here, coronavirus-wise, but yeah. I think it's not. That's the thing, though. It's like it's one of those things. It's going to keep on flopping and changing. Like, I, like by the end of the year, it's like people are saying that the second spike is going to be crazy. Especially like even like now, we're like when we're like when well, I'm like when the safest area is, and even then, like um, just like uh, like a city over, they've had like thirty new cases yesterday. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think In the uh, pubs are being shut again today, aren't they? Um, in Scotland, mm-hmm. so that kind of sucks. But I don't know why they, mm. I think it was all too soon anyway. But yeah, blah, blah, blah. Boring 2020. Mm. Go away. 100%. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to hear no more. <laughs> so I was like actually so pleasantly surprised to like go on your Instagram and see that you follow like all the girls, all the real girls and everything. Yeah. When did you like get into like Drag Race mm-hmm. and everything? Like, literally, as soon as it came out, like, I've loved RuPaul, um, like, since I've been born, basically. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, when they did the series, I was just, like, hooked immediately. So I've watched, like, every single episode about a 100 times. Like, it's my go-to programme. Like, if I'm getting ready and I need something on in the background, I'll watch it and I probably know most of the words because I'm that sad. Um, yeah, so just, like, a, yeah, a huge fan. Look. It rubes even on my a lot of my t-shirts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow, you're talking to drag queens today. <laughs> For those who don't see you, she's got on a, a RuPaul's Drag Race merch t-shirt. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this is the only thing I wear, but th- this one's from Primark. But um, yeah, it's it'll do. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> wow, I don't know that. Yeah, have you not seen RuPaul's merch in Primark? Yeah. No, I didn't know. You'll be going for Primark and RuPaul will be like, "Sissy, that book." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great, and everything's like a pound. So you're like, "Oh, there you go." Yeah, well, so. <laughs> I do think that Drag Race UK is like the most rewatchable season. Like that's probably the one I've rewatched the most. Yeah. Because I just think it's. I mean, because it's British, like you can relate to it a lot more, and it's just like easy watch and like you can put on the background when you're doing anything. Exactly. It's just enjoyable. It's more I think you need well. to be a guest judge on it. I just, I know I like desperately want to, but I think that when uh, they announce Drag Race UK, I feel like 
every single person that's been in TV and film wanted to be on it. And I was going to yeah, be like at yeah. the bottom of the pile. Um, but I really, really want... I don't know though, because I have a theory. I think that like they're doing, like the way that they're going to really view it is like through like, like, you know, queer UK icons. And I'd say Tracy Beaker is a queer like icon. You know what I mean? Like the gay icon. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> like, I don't especially because like the way like, um, like the st- the stuff that you, the stuff you like your like career of work like it's obviously what kind of challenges that you be the judge of you know it's you know you have you're very talented you're very funny like talking to you right now you have a great wit <laughs> like thanks I, you know <laughs> um, but you know it just um it just makes sense to be on it I don't know it's one of those things I see it in the stars oh I hope so I hope yeah. you're right I'm gonna thank you when I uh, get my invite to go on <laughs> I'm a producer. <laughs> I could just see you giving like really good critiques and everything as well. Oh yeah. I don't think you'd be yeah. mean to the girls. Because I, I literally, because I've watched it so much, I now think I'm an expert. So absolutely. I'd be fantastic <laughs> with the critiques. But I'd... Welcome to every gay in the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need someone to do Tracy Beaker on the Snatch Game. And then I feel like that's a huge tick off my bucket list. And it would be a great mm, character yeah, to yeah, do. Absolutely. You could like take it I in all like sorts of crazy directions. I feel like Raspberry, you would be able to do a great Tracy Beaker. Yeah. I probably would. I feel like you, you need to do yeah. that. That. You absolutely need to do that, and then I'll come and be the judge on the snatch game. Hey, look, we've come up with a whole plot. Let's just um, tell Rue, shall we? I'll just, I'll just text yeah. him now and just say. Um, That's a whole episode plan. Yeah. Imagine you do the snatch game. The person who's judging the episode you don't know is actually the person who you did. That would be terrifying. I know. I think. But I know that is exactly what would happen if I got on drag. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be messy. It would be so messy. Yeah. I would flop at snatch game so badly that. That would just oh, I'd love, to, I'd love to see you on a Snatch game. You'd be awful. Oh my god. <laughs> no, one want, no one wants to or deserves to see that. Like, I do. That, I that really, way. really, really want to see that now. Like, I, I... <laughs> it just wouldn't be oh. funny. You would be Wait, like Wait, Giselle, that. Do, um... do an impression of someone. Yeah, please. And of anyone. Do... No. Not the way no, do Mar- <gasps> Wait, do Marge Simpson. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do our sister, please. Just make her happy. Yes, no, you have to please. Do it. Come on. You need to now. Oh, God. Tracy Beaker okay, is wait. in front of you. Make her happy. Right. <laughs> right. Let's just make one thing clear. It's not good. I, I don't know <laughs> about that. Let, let me be the judge of that. <laughs> I'm to it's not good. Straight. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh mommy. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, you've, you've got your Snatch Game character sorted. That is genius. Stick with that one. How about Raspberry does a really good Lady C? You need to hear that. No, okay, wait, no. Can we do um, Regina's first? Because that's my favourite one that any of us can do. She can do my a perfect one. impression of, um, what's her name? Danielle Westbrook. Danielle Westbrook. Oh no, that's like a little bit offensive. <laughs> like, it's not offensive. No, just do, just, do, like, just do like the voice bit. You don't need to do like... Yeah, so right, okay, I don't basically... know her personally, so you're fine. You told that David was dead with cancer. <laughs> there we go. That is uncanny. It was as if she was in the Zoom call with us. Wait till <laughs> no, you see like lady... She joined the call for a second. <laughs> wait till you see Lady C though. Okay, wait, give me something. I need I need to prompt when I do Lady C though because I can never just do it off the top of my head. Like something to say? Yeah. Just give me like something. Um, just give me like just a sentence. Go, there is nothing you can say to convince me to... That's not what she'd say. 
Persuade. <laughs> oh, persuade. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to persuade me to do this podcast again. <laughs> Love oh, it. No. That's brilliant. <laughs> so that's our Snatch Games. Wow. <laughs> Danny, do you have a Snatch Game? Uh, yeah, I would uh, I'd be Tracy Beaker and just shout bog off the entire time because I think that's what people think I just yeah. do every day anyway. <laughs> is there any... Have you ever considered doing... This is just a weird question. Have you ever considered doing I'm a Celebrity? Yes, and I would love to. It's kind of on the list of sort of programmes that I would do because there's a lot of reality TV stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. But I always mm. wanted to do Strictly, so I did that, so that's great. Um, and, yeah, I would love to go in the jungle, but I am terrified of absolutely everything, and I would be one of them annoying <laughs> people that probably cries mm. bloody constantly because I have to, like, go near a snake. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't be the easiest of jobs for me, but I would really enjoy it. Um, I don't know about, like, whether the boredom would get to me a little bit. I suppose it depends on who else is going in as well. Yeah, because that's, that's the whole thing about it. It's like that and, like, Big Brother is very much about, like, the psych factor of it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's all fun and games to say, like, oh, I'd love to do that reality TV show. But then you have to deal with the mentality of, like, actually being locked in, uh, in like, a small space with people you don't know. Mm-hmm. You need to deal with the fact that you're not going to get, like, a stable amount of food regularly. Yeah. And also, like, you're not going to get a lot of sleep, really. Yeah. For, like, a long period of time. And also, yeah, animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, the programmes that I've normally done before, I've kind of, like, learned a new skill or at least, like, bringing something to like something to do. But with kind of, yeah, like, The Jungle and Big Brother, you, you are just sort of just sat, like, not really doing yeah. anything. Yeah. It looks boring, imagine, to be honest. Like, I imagine on, like, I'm a celebrity, they'd um, make you eat a worm. Yes, they absolutely would make me eat the bloody worm. It will, it will not be licorice, that's for sure. Um, yeah, but I've had friends that have done it and they've like loved it and said it's like the best experience they've ever had in their whole lives. So, you know, I would definitely, yeah. definitely give it a go. I'd probably be voted off first, though, because... I think it's like the gap year of reality TV. Yes. Yeah. British TV is just chaotic anyway. I'm, I'm a celebrity is like the peak of chaos. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> That is true. You clearly never seen Celebrity Juice. No, I haven't seen. I don't you've think I have seen Celebrity. Have you seen Celebrity Juice? <laughs> Celebrity Juice is one of the most manic TV shows I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I remember I uh, what was it? I was watching it with my partner Tommy, and then we we tuned in randomly and we saw John Barrowman um, drinking a cup of water that was pouring through a random old man's arsehole. Yes, yeah, so I'm probably not gonna <laughs> sign up for that one. I'll probably skip that one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll give the, give that it's... one a miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's why oh, I love about the UK, though. We really don't care. <laughs> yeah. We really don't care. Up. It sounds like a kids show, but for adults. Because like, when I used to work yeah. on kids TV, I did the weirdest things. Because I used to work on a Saturday morning programme. And we had this mm. like weird challenge where you had to like do all these challenges. And then the forfeit was to like lick jam off a grand's armpit like the weirdest thing i mean i don't don't get me wrong you probably won't even be allowed to do that anymore but that's what was this kids was this, this is kids, kids this is saturday morning kids was... tv man. Like... Wait, so kids... Oh wait did you get me to do it or did the kids get me to do it no so like us like there was like a few adults and like we were doing like challenges and whoever like lost the challenge had to lick jam off a grand's armpit i didn't i didn't lose thank goodness but i've had to like drink liquidized cow's tongue before 
Yeah, and I've... Oh, no, I have actually eaten cottage cheese out of a man's uh, belly button. That was... That sounds like child abuse. Yeah. That sounds like Giselle on a Saturday night. Dick, Dick and Don, they've got a lot to answer for, man. Dick and Don were a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, so whenever whenever that show used to come up, I'd be like, Wait, "Oh God, I'm scared! Uh, I don't know what they're gonna make me do again." Two old men, right? Two no. old men? They're like my old age. Men. How dare you? Here's Dick and Tom again. Dick and Tom, they were like the two young guys who lived in the bungalow. Yeah, they had the program in the bungalow, and like basically you'd just go there and yes. just throw throw custard at each other constantly. But it wasn't. Remember, they said they invented bogies. Yeah, they'd go around places. Yeah. You, the two people I have in my head are those two old men and Big Chef, Little Chef. <laughs> wait, big, wait, Big Cook, Little Cook. Big Cook, Little Cook. Big Chef, Little Chef. Shut the fuck up. But, <laughs> no, it's it's not those. And I don't like to brag, but I did actually win a game of bogeys against Dom in an Asda. Um, so, <gasps> you know, it's up there with my accomplishments. That's that's for sure. There's something about the winning bogeys that is so satisfying. You know, I feel just, like Raspberry does it everywhere she goes. I do I, I do, do it everywhere I go. I'm a child. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not play bogeys everywhere you go? It's still really, really funny. What is that, what is that like generic boring saying that RuPaul says all the time? You know, life is about having fun. <laughs> We're all put on this world to do one thing, and that's just to have a laugh. So just have fun. So just have fun and play just bogeys. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Giselle thought we were talking about um, Big Cook, Little Cook. That's just beyond. I should probably Google them, to be honest. I don't remember. Because I feel like I will recognise. This is not the time. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe I was too old for that one. As we say, we have a limited amount of time. Let's not spend half of it Googling Big Cook, Little Cook. (laughs) true. (laughs) Regina, do you have any questions you'd like to ask lovely Danny Hammer? Um... Yeah, what's um, your favourite, so like I know you've worked on quite a lot of TV shows, what's like um, your favourite one you've done overall? You've worked on TV shows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've literally only Trace Speaker, Trace Speaker's my answer to everything. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've oh. been really lucky. Um, I think it's really hard to pick one, if I'm completely honest with you. Mm. Like I loved Strictly because... I mean, I got to fake tan ridiculous amounts and wear pretty sparkly costumes and have my makeup and hair done every day. So that was Mm. fun. Um, I really liked doing Danny's House because um, I kind of came up with the idea and I was sort of there from like the very, very beginning and helped develop the programme. Plus, I just got to Mm. act like an idiot with some friends and dress up and do stupid sketches. So that was fun. Um, and I did a sitcom uh, a while ago as well called After You've Gone, which I had the best time because I was working with Nicholas Lindhurst, who's amazing, uh, and Celia Imrie, who's like one of my most fav- like favourite actresses of all time. And I had no idea that she'd been cast in it. So the first day I was literally like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you are playing my gran. Uh, so that was amazing just because I got to learn so much from these amazing actors. So uh, yeah, I've been lucky and I've I've had really good fun but obviously trace speaker you know if if it wasn't for that i wouldn't be sat here talking to you guys so you know Mm. i owe that program and that character a lot you so i remember seeing you on strictly and not even recognizing you until like because i remember i can't remember how old i was but my mum was like like i didn't i think obviously i only knew you by trace speaker at the time because i was so young and my mum was like that's trace speaker and i was like what the uh, I know, she's like, actually got makeup. So We're allowed to swear, it's our podcast. True. 
<laughs> like what? <laughs> You're like, ooh! I was like, it's okay, I'm in my 30s, I've heard it all before, you guys are fine. <laughs> she's a mum. <laughs> you think she's not sworn once? Well, that's another question. Um, I was going to ask you, um, what's it like having a young child, being a child actor yourself, and then if you want them to go into like the same career you did? No, I want her to get a a job, a proper job, please, because this is stressful. A real job. Acting is not a real job. No, it is. It's a great. It's a great job. And obviously, if she, if she did, watch that be the tale of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Acting is not a proper job. No, it's it's only obviously it's it's a great job. And if she did want to do that, I would you know support her a hundred percent. But I can also sort of sh- show the side that is like not glamorous at all. And yeah, I can be brutally yeah. honest, and you know um we we get paid all right you know but most of our work is like waiting we just kind of like sit and wait (laughs) that's kind of what being an actor is so I think if you want to have like a a nice stable life I would probably suggest another career option so I'll be completely (laughs) honest with her but um being a mum is awesome uh it's changed my life obviously because I can't just like go out whenever I want I have to actually make plans now which is really annoying uh but she's great um and yeah she starts school in September which is crazy so the years are kind of just flying by like it's really crazy uh but yeah she's awesome she's a complete nutcase so I don't know where she gets that from (laughs) because it's not me I know. I don't think I'll ever be able to have kids, though. I don't actually understand how you have, like, the patience. So you wouldn't be allowed to have kids. You definitely, definitely need patience, that's for sure. Patience above Mm -hmm. anything else, because they're either just ignoring what you're trying to say to them or repeating themselves constantly or just running around. She likes to just run Mm -hmm. around in circles. I'm like, what are you doing? Just sit down for a minute. They don't sit still. It just it sounds it like Giselle. Giselle. Yeah, that's Giselle. <laughs> that's why she couldn't have a child. Because they'd both just be running around constantly and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You are the Bim Bim child. <laughs> I am the Bim Bim child. I don't know, it just completely changes your life though so quickly. It does, like it's a shock. Yeah. That baby, like that's you. Yeah, and there's no preparing for it really because everyone kind of says like, oh, it will change your life and blah, blah, blah. But you don't realise until you've actually got the baby home that no one's actually mm-hmm. even told you how to change a nappy. So you're just like at home mm-hmm. with this like baby that's like this big and you're like, oh, what do I do with it? No one told me this. <laughs> like, so you've just got to work it out on your own. You've just got to use your common sense. That's pretty much it. I wanted to ask you, um, has your daughter... Has your daughter ever seen you on TV or anything? Like, has, has she ever seen you, like, any of your work almost, like, on the TV? <laughs> on the TV. And what was her reaction she to She has it? seen me on TV and she's just, like, so confused by it. She's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Who has kidnapped my mum and put her inside this box? And why will they not let her out? I am so confused. Um, and my sister <laughs> finds it hilarious, so she puts it on all the time. Uh, but obviously she's too young to watch some things. So, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. still stuck watching Peppa Pig. Imagine her watching like a really dark episode of Tracy Beaker where it's just like, you know, her trying to like Tracy trying to deal with like the emotional separation from Cam. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like constant crying. Yeah, she she doesn't get that bit yet. (laughs) (laughs) Are you still up to date with any of the cast members from Tracy Beaker, Elaine the Pain. Yeah, I actually actually spoke to Nisha not that long ago. Uh, She's lovely. Obviously nothing like Elaine the Pain. Obviously she's a brilliant actress. Uh, And yeah, she's all fine. It's um, it's tricky because obviously we're kind of like spread out throughout the whole 
of the UK. So it's hard to kind of meet yeah. up. And obviously, when we did work together, like like from the original cast, we were obviously so young. Uh, so naturally, you do kind of drift apart. Not everyone is still acting. People have sort of pursued other careers. Um, but yeah, we kind of try and keep in touch as, as, as much as possible. But obviously, lockdowns kind of come in and kind of put a stop to actually physically seeing yeah. people. So mm. that's kind of hard. But yeah, we kind of, I follow a lot of people on social media and I'm constantly checking to see how everyone is and what everyone's doing. So that's cool. As it, this nice. goes back into a question I had about Tracy Biko. And this is one that's been playing on my mind for ages. Right. So, <laughs> where is Tracy Beaker set? Because I think it's in Newcastle. And I've been trying to figure it out for ages. I've been basing it based on, like, the general area. So, like, I figured out, like, the city centre, whenever you film the city centre, is always Newcastle. But then, the city centre is, like, not near, like, the, like, villagey parts where clearly Elm Tree House is. So, can I ask you, from your own mouth, where is the set? Well, if I told you, I'd have to kill you, I'm afraid. No, I'm totally kidding. Absolutely kidding. It's so. It's this. Uh, basically, it's set in London. This is how uh, crazy, crazy the BBC is. Um, so yes, it's set in London. It just uh, happens that half of the cast were Welsh. So we we did film it in okay. Wales originally, um, and then we moved up to Newcastle. So it is. It, we filmed it in Newcastle, but it's still set in London, even though about like three quarters of the cast are Geordies. So I think they think that I think they think that kids are like that dumb that they're not going to kind of work it out and just believe that we're in London. But it didn't get past you, so obviously doesn't work. <laughs> I know I'm I'm a sleuth. Though. It's been played on our mind for years. <laughs> I'm glad I could kind of answer that. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like with the BBC, they like to spread it out by regions which of course is great because we don't want everything being filmed in london um mm. and, and you know it gives opportunities for crew members and stuff like that who are sort of based in newcastle to work so it, i think what the bbc does is, is great that they do spread all of their programs around the uk but it is hard to like pinpoint exactly where the dumping ground is especially yeah. when there's been about seven dumping grounds and i think we're supposed to believe that mm. it's still the same house even though they look completely different so is yeah. it a set or is it an actual house so um it's always been an actual house um just like a really big house uh when we filmed in newcastle that used to be an old school um i think a program oh. called wolf blood filmed there as well i'm a bit old for that i think i've heard of that yeah so i'm i'm tad old so i don't know that but yeah so that was filmed there so that was an old school and i believe now um with the dumping ground that is in a studio i think they've purposely built uh the actual rooms and stuff inside a studio because i'm i'm guessing they just found it easier but uh yeah that's wild because watching it you'd never notice that yeah so it's quite good when we used to film because whenever we were going upstairs we were actually going upstairs to somewhere which is quite nice which mm. makes you feel a bit more kind of in <laughs> in the environment a, a bit more because it is actually a proper house and everything is mm. like there actually drawers it's... you can actually open them that's a fridge it's got things in it so uh kind of makes it a bit more believable i think especially for the actors i've always found that fascinating I love when you like, watch like EastEnders and you see somebody clearly come out of something that was not steps <laughs> and just like <laughs> pretend that they just walked down a flight of stairs and they're just like, 
Oh, I know. I love it in soaps, especially when they like, <laughs> if one of them like slams the door and the whole wall just sort of like wobbles. I'm like, yeah, yep, that, that's not real now, is it? That's not real. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I thought that whole sets were made of styrofoam just by how much they wobbled. Yeah, they are pretty much if they're in a studio. <laughs> Check that. <laughs> you learn something new every day on the Afters podcast. Yeah, exactly. you're welcome. I've always been fascinated by that. <laughs> Sets are so interesting to me because they look so real, but then when you go backstage and it's just like the back of it is just like a piece of plywood. It's and a place, like... but it's like not a place. <laughs> I love it when you're supposed to be like walking up the stairs, but there's actually only two stairs. You're sort of just, yeah. just gonna keep pretending <laughs> to go up, even though it's nothing up here. <laughs> like, what was it? We were watching, um, you know that thing that EastEnders is doing at the moment where they have like, um, they'll have like two cast members just like meet up and then they'll do like tours of the sets and stuff. Right. Okay, so, so basically like, uh, what was it? Um, I think it was like Ian Beale was like coming out of his house and like he just like was pretending to randomly walk down the stairs but it was clearly two steps. So then like he just like came out and he just went, hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. Like I love sets. I love that kind of stuff. It really fascinates me. Like, especially, like, BB, like BBC sets, specifically, because they're all so iconic. Because they all look so normal in council. You know what I mean? <laughs> they look so... They're like, they're, no, but they know how to make council. Like, they know how to make a council flat. Wait, they do. The You're absolutely right. No. N- well, no. It's like, the outside of the... I think the outside <laughs> of the buildings are real, but then the inside are sets. Yeah, the inside's and, definitely yeah. studio, but I think there is like a, a built Albert Square that is outside, but it's not a real place. I used to, mm. like, watch, like, you know, like, those, like, drone real. videos where they, like, go inside of the sets and stuff. Especially during, like, lockdown and stuff, like, there's so many videos on YouTube of drones going inside of the sets of, like, Albert, Stru- Albert Square and Coronation Street. Mm. I'm so and sad. And not a soap <laughs> fan. You love a soap. I'm old. I'm mm. the oldest out <laughs> of the three of us. Which is ironic, because she stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs> you. Oh, I, I think we all it. stink. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you actually, um, like we did speak about this a little bit before, but what was your reaction to like all the um people talking about the new show and stuff and all the hype really? Because I actually logged on to Twitter the other day and I just saw everyone talking about Tracy Beaker returning. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you? It was absolutely Again? crazy because I had no idea they were going to release it. So uh, yeah, completely yeah. took yeah. me by oh. shock. Uh, my phone has literally not stopped going. Um, but it's really nice. I'm so glad it was kind of that reaction. I didn't know whether it'd be that reaction or oh gosh they're really milking this why are you bringing it back again she obviously just needs the work and the money and i'm like yes well obviously that too because we're in lockdown and nothing is happening and there's no industry left so uh yes it would be nice to actually be working again um but i think that uh tracy's story it's just not finished yet um there's so much more to explore so uh Obviously, I left the show, I think it was like 10 years ago. Um, so it will uh, carry on from that, really. It's a, it's a adults TV programme, isn't it? I think it's going to still go out on CBBC, but um, it's the, the way they've written it is going to definitely appeal to um, us kind of like late yeah. 20s, early 30s yeah, that watched like, it originally. They're trying to like appeal to like their original audience. And yeah. just like kind of like, you know, because they know people are like growing up with the character now. It's kind of yeah. impossible mm-hmm. not to. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it, it's also going to be, you know, appealing to 
younger ones who might not necessarily know much about Tracy Beaker because obviously they're going to exactly. get to know her daughter and hopefully identify with things that she's going through. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. I, imagine I'd be like the UK version of Raven's Home. I've not seen that, that yet. Sentence. Oh, my gosh, I really need to see it. I used to love yeah, Raven yeah, yeah. with her, like... It's everything you think it would be. <laughs> Have you seen it? I th- I've seen like I've seen a couple of episodes of it. It's um, I've not seen any of it. Oh, it's, it's great! It's weird. But like, it makes sense. It's one of those kind of things. Like, yeah, as a continuation of the character, but also it's like an evolution that just makes sense. It always it, just works though because everyone loves like nostalgia. Yeah, like, yeah. you coming back as Tracy Beaker just gives everyone like that feeling. Like you can tell younger. that though because like look at Twitter. You know what I mean? Literally. I'm really pleased with the reaction. So, uh, yes, thank everyone for all of the messages, which I cannot get through. Uh, it's been very, very overwhelming, but I'm really happy because this period has like obviously been really difficult for a lot of people. So um, I'm glad yeah, it could give yeah. people a little light at the end of the tunnel. And also they've given me, you know, just what I needed, which is a bit of a nice boost, actually, because it's been, it's yeah, been yeah. really tough. So it's nice that everyone's been so lovely about it. So you're starting on that soon then? Yeah, hopefully we'll be <laughs> shooting in October, but obviously, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so that could all get shut. We are? At any point. Yeah, sorry to break it to you. I thought we'd been locked in the house for ages. No one told me. I oh. know, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to speak to you, <laughs> <shoot, shall. laughs> um, so yeah, it no could... Giselle, she probably would. <laughs> It could get shut down at any point, but um, yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try in October, and I guess it's going to be difficult because we're not going to be able to like get close to anyone. Um, so that'll yeah. be that'll be yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, I'm you know we're going to have to have tests every week as well. Uh, we're just going to do everything we possibly can to like jump over all these hurdles to make sure that we get this program filmed and out for next year. I am super excited just to see yeah. it. I think it'll be really really fun to watch yeah i hope it lives up to the uh all the hype now i've read the first i've like read (laughs) i've read the first episode and it's great it's really good because she's kind of like Mm -hmm. written it um the same as jacqueline's books so it's very true to the book still but also linking it in with um you know where we kind of left off with tracy um so it should all make sense, hopefully, to the viewer. Um, but also it's kind of left a little bit open so that the viewers can kind of make up their own minds, like what happened in those 10 years. Yeah. Um, I know I, I actually don't know who the father of the child is either, so that'll be quite interesting because... Very Jeremy Mikhail. Yeah, he... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure people will come up with ideas exactly. of who they think it is. Yeah, but I kind of like that because like fans always have their really crazy theories about Tracy Beak and I'm like, guys, this is not like Marvel where there's like multi-universes, it's just, <laughs> just a kid's program. Uh, but I love the fact that there's always that element where people can make up their own minds as to what's happened. So that's kind of cool. Uh, another thing I was want to ask as well, especially about the new series, and this is completely down to my own personal obsession with Tracy Beaker, uh, Will Cam be coming back? I don't know. I have literally, like, zero idea. So I've read, like, the first script, um, and she may or may not be in it. But I also know that they've not even cast the programme yet. Um, I just know that... I can cut this, just be real, just say it, please. I need to... I literally, I can't, I I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. Um, So we'll just have to wait and see. See, I don't even know. I don't even know who's playing my daughter. I know absolutely nothing. Sorry. Oh, that must be real. Do you want to make sure that they have curly hair? Yeah, she's got to have curly hair. 
That would be... I want a little afro back on the TV. Yes, she absolutely needs a little afro. Otherwise, there's no point in us <laughs> doing this programme. I'm not going to do it that unless she's got curly hair. Isn't, isn't it not like um, your daughter's coming in at the same age that you were when the show originally started? Um, I th- Yeah, I think or- she's going to be a bit younger. Um, I think yeah, it was like- reported that she was going to be 12, but I don't know where they got that from. Because um, I know that mm-hmm. we're we're looking for like ten year olds at the moment, so uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it kind of but... and it and it makes sense. You know, I may have been pregnant in the last series of Trace Speaker Returns. I don't know. You know, that could have happened. That would be so surreal watching that back. Yeah, and it's like and that's the weird thing as well because like. I'm such a sad one. I do sound like such a hardcore fan of Tracy Beaker and I've only just noticed. You best play. I'm going to be watching back. I'm going to be like, do you see a bump though? Do you see the bump? <laughs> I'm going to be like, <laughs> looking at the TV sideways, just trying to see a bump. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll... I was like, is she holding a box in front of her stomach? <laughs> see, you, ne- you just like, never know. You, you never know. So uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see um, how the, the fans react to it really because obviously it's going to be Tracy how we know and love her but obviously her whole life has changed because she's now a mother so I you know obviously I'm going to not be just stomping around screaming in people's faces and like punching people but I hope there might be a bit of that but obviously like her main you know uh, her main thing is that she's a mother now so uh, my whole kind of characterization of Tracy's got to change to kind of flow Mm. with that so um, she was scratch yeah, she, she was. Really <laughs> she she really did. Yeah, she had some really serious behavioural issues. Uh, so I'd like to think that she's kind of overcome some of them. Um, I think I probably will end up punching someone eventually because, you know, we've got to have a good fight at some point, haven't we? Um, yeah. People want to see it. People want to see exactly. that. I just want just Justine to come back again. Tracy be <laughs> People just want to um, see Tracy go for it. <laughs> I want to see Justine come back one last time. Just like one good... <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I want Justine to come back one last time and just one good old. That would be great, just wouldn't one. it? Yeah, if she just she's got to say that mouth back completely straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. Get all. Okay. <laughs> See what we can do. <laughs> I love. I'm just thinking about that scene in Tracy Beaker when you're walking with the egg and you drop the egg and it genuinely flies across the end of the room and you actually are like have to like it's so dramatic like you're fil- they're filming like the egg flying across the whole room and you're just like that and catch that i literally have oh, no God, idea what you're talking about but it's great <laughs> i i literally have no idea i are you talking i think i know what the episode is just talking about it's the episode where everyone has to try and prove that they can get a new computer by looking after eggs yeah, and literally, some, yeah, someone pushes you and it's That's dramatic. That's not obscure. I, d- I just, uh, I did well over, you know, nearly 200 episodes, so That's I've got no say. idea what you're talking about, but it sounds fun, and I feel like I now want to go back and watch <laughs> this watch shot of the egg. Uh, like, no, I absolutely you... hate watching myself, like, with a passion. I think most oh. actors can't bear it, because I see it and I'm like, oh, why didn't you do this? You could have done that much better. Yeah. Yeah. Look at all of those chins that you've now got on your face. Why have you got more than one now? Uh, you know, so it's it's too much. I'd rather just like film it, let other people watch it, and yeah, just pretend that it never happened. <laughs> That's so weird because we'll just have like such a different perception to something you did yeah. and you do yourself. Welcome to other people's perspectives. I know, and I'm I'm loving it. I love it, and now I'm curious. I'm curious about this shot with the egg, and now I want to see how we filmed it again. <laughs> 
I really just distinct memory for you to have, Giselle. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. I just keep thinking about it. I had a very like <laughs> low level version of that happened to me yesterday because uh, we went to uh, well, we were at a venue that was showing digital drag performances, and I was watching one of my digital drag performances back. But like it was weird watching everyone in the room react to it when I myself was sitting in the corner wanting to throw up the whole time yeah. and rip my own skin off. It was awful. Like it's I a was... very like. If it's something you've done, though, it's always different because you're in control, you edit it, you see what you want people to see. So I'm always fine where I've, like, edited a video or something so much different, like, when you have to, like, look at someone filming you from all angles. See, if I, if I could edit myself, then, yeah, I probably would watch it because I would take out all the unflattering shots and make sure that I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. But it's just not realistic, like, so, yeah. Go, go. I'd, like, be... I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't breathe the whole time filming, so uh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, so that's why I don't watch it back. <laughs> For me, it's always my voice. Like, it's not really... It's not always about the way I look. It's, like, see, hearing my own voice back, at least. Yeah. Greeting to me, like I, I will say that people have listened back to the podcast and they have told me that you some like James Charles Regina, <laughs> you some no, exactly, you some exactly like time, James Charles. Like, I don't think I'm gonna say all. this to you now so it gets into your head and makes you feel uncomfortable. You some just like James Charles, <laughs> you sound really, My really deep. Right <laughs> you sound what? like a big man. Oh, big shut man. Up. thank you. You look like one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that BB period. cream is not doing you any favours, though. The what? The BB cream. It's actually a lip balm. <laughs> coconut, like coconut butter. Disgusting. Coconut butter lip balm from Sainsbury's local. Absolutely delicious. I hate that you say that. <laughs> so does anyone have any questions that they would like to ask Danny while she's in front of her, in front of her eyeballs? Honestly, I think I asked, like, everything that was burning in my mind. Can you see Bog off? <laughs> no. I, just please leave for me. I'm afraid I actually Easy. charge for that now, so um, if you want to PayPal me, then I'll do it. That's what you do, though. You're, you know, you need to be a business bitch in this business doll. If you mm-hmm. want to get money, you need to make it. You need to say, I will charge you. If you want me to say Bog off with, like, your name, someone you love's name, or Tories, I want you to pay me at least a, either 50 to 100 Wow, okay, no, that much. Less. God, I might actually start my yeah. own business off the back of this. That's a great you idea. Should. You should. Do cameos, though. Yeah, do, do a cameo. I could retire. That would be great. Just by saying bog yeah. off constantly for the rest of my life. People are charging mm-hmm. loads of money for those cameos. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You have, tell people to bog off. Have you seen... <laughs> did you just watch Tiger King? Yes, I love Tiger King. Yes. Have, have you seen... seen the, um, what is she called again? Carol. Carol Bat. No, you're talking about Carol, Carol Baskin's Baskin. cameos. Yeah, her cameos. And she's like, people are paying her to say stuff about Jimmy Savile. I know. <laughs> and it's... Rolf Harris and stuff. It's so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> funny. See, that's why I won't go on these things. Yeah, this is why... She's like, hi, kill cats and kittens. Um, and then We've been talking about this things. interview all week. <laughs> And the one thing you feel you really need to talk about is Carol Baskin making jokes about pe- accidentally making God. jokes about paedophiles on camera. She's actually yeah. she's actually rumored to be on I'm a Celebrity, so maybe you could be on with her. Oh my gosh! Be your I would love that. Don't I would be so excited. I would wee myself if Carol Baskin was in there. Oh my goodness! Could you imagine? <laughs> I need to make this happen. Yeah, she was rumored. That's what I thought on an. She strikes me as the type to do it as well. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Imagine they make her eat tiger. 
Well, <laughs> short enough. That'd but be- to be honest, I feel like she would be fine in the jungle because, like, she looks after all those women. Yeah, animals, I think she'd, so. be, uh, she'd probably I feel be like good. I think she'd be very much like a Julie McKee. You yeah, know, she'd be very much like, oh, I, I feel very, oh, oh, oh. I see her being <laughs> terrible at the challenges. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it'd be like brilliant. find in the jungle, find sleep and find cooking. But she get nominated every single week. Oh, yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. But that would the public are cruel. That would take the pressure mm-hmm. off me. So uh, I'm gonna have to go and write some emails in a minute. I think. <laughs> yeah, you should. That's the thing. I, I feel like if you're the one, that. you'd give like the endearing like she's gonna be at least a finalist vibe. At least yeah. a finalist. Thanks. Stop it, guys. <laughs> Unless, like, you were, like, really, really squeamish, I don't think people would put you up for that many challenges. Or if you were a bitch in the, like, confessionals. Yeah, no, I'm, Just I can't really... Just be a bitch in the confessionals. Oh, I can't really... Bitch, I'm not really, really not good at that, you know? That makes... Sorry, I'm, that makes me sound like a complete saint. Of course I've bitched about people before. It's basically, you're a drag fan, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't have that sort of side in me. I'm like, I'm way too honest. So if someone's like annoying me or whatever, I will just say it. It's a lot easier. Uh, and I'll do anything for a quiet yeah. life if I'm completely honest. So uh, yeah, uh, I don't think I'd be that bitchy. So you never know what I could go and get that crown or whatever they give you. <laughs> get that crown, yes, mama. <laughs> Big brother could be the one. Let's turn yes. all the drama. I think Big Brother is too much pressure. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, no, I don't think... I would do, I would do Big Brother any day. Well, I, th- I like to tell myself I'd be good at it, but like, I just know it's not true. <laughs> You're all saying that Big Brother's the worst one, but also, it's like it's like I'm slavery, but you don't have to sleep on the fucking ground. That's yeah, true. At least like, you've actually yeah, got a bed. Yeah. No, you're, and that's you get a fridge. Right. Yeah, that is true. It's like being in quarantine, Boredom, though. though, isn't it, I think, more than anything. Well, would you rather yeah. eat cornflakes or beans? Yeah, cornflakes. I actually don't like cornflakes, so I would actually go for beans. Cornflakes are I, very plain. I don't either, so I would go for the beans too. It's my choice. <laughs> the rice and beans don't seem too bad, but I always thought it was rice and Heinz baked beans, and I think it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> just like beans. Heinz baked beans! <laughs> no, celebrities, we need to put the Heinz in. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you see them holding it, like, yeah, it's a sponsor. No, they put like a little no. bit of ribbon about it, like... <laughs> It was my mum that told me it's just like it's just like chickpeas or beans. It's just like it's just like a you know no uh, no like brand chickpeas like no sauce like just beans. I like the plain rice though. Plain rice is nice. Yeah, I think I could cope. I think I could cope with the jungle diet to be honest with you. And you'd come out feeling really slim, so skinny. Yeah, you know. And then you get to stay in a five-star hotel until everyone else <gasps> Exactly. So that's that's why I wouldn't mind being, like, voted off first, because then you just get, like, a nice... Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, to be honest, actually, that's what I would want. Yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> I would just act really boring and be like, bye, I'm going to go chill out. Did Jamie Collins get to stay in the hotel? They get to stay in the hotel until... I know, but, like, like she dropped out, though. So did she, did she get to stay in the hotel? Because if that's mm-hmm. the case, you best believe a gone and I'm celebrity and dropping out. Yeah, I don't know if you actually... If you, like, walk out whether you get to stay or not. I'm not sure. I think you have to be voted out. I think you don't get paid if you walk out, but you probably get to stay. Maybe. Because they do that <laughs> They do that big episode at the end, remember? She, she got the street. each other at the hotel. She got to sleep outside of the hotel. Yeah. You're like, you thought you were and sleeping rough before, doll. You just wait. And it's in Australia. It's not like it's in, like, Milton Keynes. It's in, like... <laughs> not Milton Keynes. 
You've given me a great idea for a show now. Just make celebrities sit in a parking lot in Milton Keynes eating Heinz baked beans. I think that would be great. That's, that's basically Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, yeah. <laughs> oh. I would do that. I think it'd be worse than like. I feel like Giselle, you like. I think you like to think that you would be able to do these things, but you are so moody in the morning. You'd be one of the insects that they get made to eat. <laughs> yeah, you'd be the stick insect. <laughs> they would hate me on Big Brother because I just fall out with everyone. You would just sit in bed and that's like, I'm not they doing lo- the They want guys. that though. Like producers love that. Kind yeah, of shit. That, they love that's what makes good TV. Win. That's what people want. But yeah, look at Gemma Collins. I'll do that. Look at Gemma Collins. She's made a whole career off of being someone who can a start a fight with anyone if she really wanted to. B she just can just say whatever she wants by herself anyway. And C, I'd let her hype at me. <laughs> Great. Okay, we can arrange that. Really <laughs> if that's if that's what you want, yeah. It'd be work, I guess. <laughs> uh, child. Anyway, I hate. I don't know. <laughs> Love Shane Collins, but I don't know if I'd let her head but me. You haven't lived. <laughs> right, fifty-five minutes. So we should we do like five more minutes and then uh, probably wrap up the episode? And then we sing. Yes, I'm excited for that bit. This is, like <laughs> this is a musical episode, by the way, so um, we were actually maybe singing the whole time. I just chose not to. <laughs> we're going to edit it so we all sound like we're singing. <laughs> yeah, we're all tuning the fuck out this episode. Oh, please do. <laughs> it's like musically. Please no. do so I don't sound like James Charles. <laughs> God. I don't think you do, to be honest. I've been told that loads of times as well. You do. It's really weird. No, it's like when you when you started speaking above your normally monotone voice, you sound just like. Well, yeah, Charles. it's because my voice is monotone. Yeah, you do it's speak fun. a bit like this actually. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 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 None of that, please. <laughs> so does anyone anyway. have? Well, okay. While she is in front of us, do any of us have any concise questions that we would like to ask Danny Harmon? You can ask me anything. What's your favourite colour? Right, okay. <laughs> colour? <laughs> My favourite colour is purple. Just so you know. I like purple. I've been getting very into purple this year. Yeah. I, I was going to ask this anyway, but it was, it was going to sound weird, so now that we're just asking anything, what's your favourite packet of crisps? Oh, that's, <laughs> that, is, that is a hard Not one. hula hoops. Not hula hoops. Absolutely, definitely not them. Damn not hula hoops. Um, oh, that's really difficult, you know, because there's so many good crisps. Um, I'm partial to a Pringle. Quite like a Pringle. Love a Pringle. Um, My all-time favourite is Walker's Cheese and Onion. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep, a strong, love solid choice there. Um, I love a Twiglet. Twiglet's good. Oh. Oh, no? Are you a hater? Do you, are you a hater of the Marmite? I love Marmite. There, there's something not right about Twiglets. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Did I say it right? Oh. <laughs> They're they're like okay. Someone always like gives you at Christmas time like that big circle yeah. Twiglets box, and, I... and you have a couple of them. Oh no! And you're like, these are horrible. And then you're like, mm. <laughs> but they're just I've never had them before. I don't even know what they taste. What? Like. They taste this like is... the ground. Yeah. When we finished have... here, go grab yourself some Twiglets. They're great as long as you like Marmite. If you don't like Marmite, then you're not yeah. gonna like them. So I'm gonna go down to the shop after this, and I'm gonna get myself myself some Twiglets. Still in fill drag. <laughs> I'm going to go down like this. Correct. <laughs> They'll just think I'm um, with my lottery tickers. I have a question you know. based on um, TikTok, generally. 
if you were a meal deal, what would your meal deal be? If I was a meal deal? <laughs> yeah, meal deal specifically. It can be any, like, branded meal deal. It can be Tesco, Asda, Co-op. Co-op's the best. Uh, the other one. I'm going to go for... I'm going to pick myself up here. I'll go for, like, a Sainsbury's. I'm going to go for a Taste the Different sandwich as well. Just because I feel like it's sometimes... Sometimes I can be fancy. Do you know what I mean? But then I'd probably, like, choose, like, a pork pie for a side. Because who doesn't like a pork pie? Uh, And then something fizzy. Fizzy and... And then a back... And then some twiglets. And some twiglets. For good measure. (laughs) Have you I ever had be... a meal deal? Yeah, but sometimes you could just pay a little bit extra and just get them twiglets. Just treat yeah. yourself. Have I had a meal deal? <laughs> treat yourself. Have we just asked? What? What's your meal deal? I feel like raspberry gets like a prong, a prawn cocktail sandwich. And Ew, what? <laughs> Does anyone get a prawn cocktail sandwich? <laughs> and a bottle of water. Gross. First things first, I don't eat crisps. That's a card. Do you? Um, do you not? <laughs> <laughs> JK, I get, um, I like a chicken, tomato and basil pasta. Uh, then I'll get like, <coughs> I think Coke Zero is piss, so I'll get normal Coke. Uh, and yeah. then I'll get like, um. I feel like you're lying. I feel like you go to the shop and you, instead of getting a meal deal, you'll spend that money on a jar of Nutella and a spoon. Oh, yeah. that is, that's so much better. I want to swap my answer. I'm swapping it to that. <laughs> Nutella and a spoon. Done. Yeah. Actually, what's the uh, biscoff? I mean, I get, I've been getting really into biscoff spread. I'll eat that shit with oh, a spoon. Oh, that is good. That is some yeah. good stuff. I was at your house and you were eating a tub of biscoff, so I was like... Yeah, but oh. you were judging silently, like the, like the bitch you are. <laughs> I, asked if I, could, I asked if I could try some and you hissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. So. I can't help it. Um, Giselle, mm. what would you be? You look like a I twix. would just probably just be the meal deal I get, which is like a chicken and bacon sandwich with a Coke and like hula hoops. <laughs> How dare you? You're bringing back my trauma. How dare you? <laughs> or McCoy's. I, I always get, like, I said to my favourite crisp was cheese and onion, but cheese and onion is like a house crisp. And, like, McCoy's to me is, like, I absolutely yes. I 100% get this right because we always have Watsits in the house. Um, uh-huh. But I would never go out and buy a packet of Watsits. And I feel like okay, quavers yeah. are the same. Like, no one would buy a packet of quavers. You've just got quavers in your cupboard. So I, I absolutely yeah. get what you mean. I've got walkers in my cupboard, so I'm not going to go to the shop and buy fucking walkers. I'm going to buy McCoy's. Treat yourself. <laughs> because McCoy's are a treat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, such maybe some, like, chilli sensations or something, if you're feeling spicy. <laughs> Oh, we've been talking about meal deals and crisps. All the burning <laughs> questions everyone wants to know. Absolutely. Regina, if you were a meal deal, <laughs> you get five seconds. Just splash it I've out. Got five seconds. Yeah. Okay. Boom, I'm gonna wrap with one of those innocent smoothies because I like to maximise my budget. Those are like three pound by themselves. <laughs> so why would you not get one of those? Because they're three pound. And so is the meal deal. And then probably McCoy's or something. Or it depends what the snacks are. Because sometimes there's like brownies or something. That's me with my quick answer. Oh no, I, I, I love like. chocolate. I could literally really? sit and eat chocolate all day long. In an ideal world, I'll have both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I would rather world. have like 10 chocolate McDonald's milk. than like a big bunch of like sweets. Oh no, chocolate. So you would have chocolate over like a McDonald's or like something like gross, like a kebab? I would. And that's why I, I look like this me. during lockdown because of chocolate. I've grown like I've now got like four chins as opposed to one. <laughs> That's all thanks to like, dairy milk. 
I'd be like, why, am, why haven't I gone to the dentist? I really need to. My teeth are fucked. And it's because of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, you're always, you're always like got like a yum yum or a muffin. You're very sweet too. I'm just bluffing with my mouth. The best way, just don't go to the dentist and live blissfully unaware, just enjoying your chocolate. Yeah, That's I what I do. Yeah. All those ones in cavities just growing, manifesting. But I, I haven't noticed, exactly. so I don't care. I just polish, do you know, every single night I tuck in, I polish my dentures and go to bed. Good idea. They're just in a glass. I think you might have left them there just now, actually. Not little glass by your bed. <laughs> Lovely. Visual jokes are. Well, really I've got a question. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What is your sign? My oh, my star sign. Yeah. Um, well, haven't they all changed now? Because I'm a bit confused. I am. I well, I thought I was always an Aquarius. Um, okay. Yeah, oh. and that's. But now they've they're saying that it's all different. But it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's quite confusing actually yeah i'm gonna go no, with I the fact that i'm sorry. still an aquarius absolutely because i'm definitely an aquarius when you like read the bog standard descriptions yeah. i'm like yes that is me i am one of those mm-hmm. yeah i will read it and i'll be like it's so true about I mean, it probably apply to anyone but i'm like and sometimes i just read it and i'm like i don't know if you well i don't know if you you're aware but in the news this week and in the bbc in one of the shows uh there was a lesbian a lesbian kiss and it was talked about a lot in the media. Uh, what are your what's your perspective on it, especially with all the controversy that surrounded it? Yeah, I don't understand what's controversial about it. I'm so confused. I have no idea why people have got issues and are moaning. Just like get on with your own damn life. It literally does not affect you in any way, shape, or form. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, I just I don't understand. To be honest, I don't know why there's mm-hmm. not more representation on, especially on the BBC. Um, but when they when they do, I think they do it really well, and it's not made yeah. into this huge massive issue. The only thing that makes it a massive issue is these people that feel the need to write a stern complaint about it. Yeah. And I just, mm-hmm. I yeah, it absolutely baffles me. Um, kind of working on kids' shows, I've realised um, how kind of little you can sort of. I think they they think that kids are not ready like emotionally to experience what people experience in real life and it's just not true. Um my mm. four, my 4 year old doesn't know any different, you know. She's she's got uh, my friends that are all from all sorts of walks of life and she doesn't notice any difference with anyone. Um and I think that's mm. a, that's the same with all kids. So uh, yeah, I I do not understand why it's been made into such a big deal. It shouldn't even be a conversation. Yeah, because that was the one thing I really appreciated about Tracy Beaker when I was growing up is because it was the, I felt it feels like it was a very true, uh, well not like the tr- well it was like a good way to explain how foster how being fostered affects you as you grow up, yeah. especially with the mentality because like you know Tracy as a character went through a lot, everyone around her was going through a lot, and it was all to do with the same issues but all the different ways that could you know it could happen to you for all like, the different walks of life that someone can live uh and i think that was the interesting thing because uh well one of my like good friends i uh, went through the foster uh, went through the foster and adoption system uh and uh, i you know i can see all the ways that affected them as they were growing up and i feel like it very much helps inform the person that they are now mm-hmm. um it's just very I, I felt like a very educational thing I, it was a good educational tool as i was growing up having that it's like a a reference point yeah. for like a lot of things and I feel that's the important thing about Tracy Beaker like it was 
that for a lot of people, I feel. It taught kids to think about other people's perspectives. Yeah, absolutely. Just they'll take notes. Yeah, like, I couldn't have put it any better myself. I always say that what we gave looked after children is a reference point. So when I was growing up, I had no idea about the care system. I wasn't aware that I knew anyone that would have been in the care system or had been adopted or anything like that because it was such a taboo subject. And I still, to this day, do not understand why it was a taboo subject. But now there is a reference point. So if a kid didn't understand uh, the care system or where someone was coming from, they could literally say, oh, I am like Tracy Beaker. Now, obviously, it's a kid's yeah. program, mm-hmm. so it's not in any way, shape or form like real life. I mean, goodness me, it's yeah. a kid's program. Of course, we make it look a little bit more flowery, a bit more light. We do food fights. We do silly stuff. There's a lot of humour in it. Um, but that's how yeah. you engage children, you know, so you can still get all your messages and points of view across and you can tackle really difficult storylines. But if you add that little bit of humour, then you've got kids' attention straight away. So, yes, it's not exactly. it's not like a care home at all in any way, shape or form, but we've never claimed to do that. It's just a story yeah. about yeah. one girl um, and, yeah, giving people uh, looked after kids just a, a voice you know so uh, i think i think that's why it's done so well to be honest because when i was younger um programs weren't really about anything like we were kind of just watching like random crazy cartoons that had no context at all um and then you know obviously we had like biker grove and grange hill that would like do the occasional like drug storyline and stuff like that but tracy was kind of like the first character to be a looked after child that dealt with her issues probably badly but she dealt with them and had behavioral issues and kind of taught us how the care system worked a little bit so yeah i think that's why it's done well and and plus it was like a really good balance of like you know every single episode would be mainly fun but also it would have in the background a lot of the time it would even when they were doing something fun it would make you be like well the reason that the person is the way that they are is because of this this and this yeah like you know all that stuff informed the character so like i think about people like like justine is like a good example because like she felt like a level of entitlement because she had access to her dad yeah easier than every other everyone else like tracy like tracy that's why i always idolize like cam it's like a really good figure when i was growing up because like it was just nice seeing someone who you know is trying to be an adult, but at the same time, it's very much like from the perspective that you're going through into your life right now, is like trying to be an adult, be mature, but also trying to find that maturity in themselves. Yeah. And then Tracy trying to manoeuvre all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's very interesting, and it was a very like handy tool to have growing up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think what was great as well is every single character had their own backstory mm-hmm. i mean granted it didn't in the original series we didn't really go into that much detail like you kind of did find out more about tracy or justine or uh, louise and people like that kind of like the main main characters but when we brought it back for tracy beaker returns i kind of really wanted the kids stories to get across so the way that that was structured was every single episode we focused on a different child and got to find out what their story is um and they were some really hard hitting stories but um just a really really great yeah. writing team that are able to do kind of child abuse stories without it being too graphic for kids but kind of just touching on it just so that they might be able to spot the signs in like someone at their school um they might be able to spot mm-hmm. that a child is going through a bad thing and report it to a 
an adult, you know, so I think that yeah. is really important. Um, yeah, so, so well done, BBC. Well done. You've done something, <laughs> you've done something right. Hurrah. Um, but yeah, if all these, like, miserable old people can just stop complaining about every little thing, that would be great because then we can finally mm-hmm. make more tv that's and then everyone will be represented and we don't have anyone kind of sitting watching the tv not being able to relate to anything and that that's that's yeah, good yeah. We, we we need representation so if everyone could just shut up stop writing emails <laughs> get on with your own life then we can make better tv yeah. Yeah. people are just like yeah. so bored in lockdown or something like they've got nothing better to be doing than just genuinely like, oh that's annoyed me i'm gonna sit and type an email about how Two women shouldn't be kissing on the TV. It's just ridiculous. Exactly, but you kind of—I don't know how they're bringing up their children then. But they need to seriously think about it. If they think that that's going to emotionally scar their child, then you're doing something yeah. wrong. It's mm. not the program. And it's it's so important for children to see like things, like from different walks of life, like you said, like mm-hmm. because children are so easily influenced as well, and children are not ignorant from when they're born. They're taught to be ignorant, so like. They should be exposed to all different kinds of people and all different religions, sexualities and everything just so that they have an understanding of how many different types of people there are. Absolutely. And it's sad that that kind of has to come through via television because it should actually come through parents. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, from a very young age, you are kind of plonked in front of the telly because parents need to go about their day. I've done it. I've plonked my child down in front of Peppa Pig just so I can get the washing done. You know, so we're all guilty of it. Um, So yeah, I think we just need to be smarter and make better choices uh, when we're making TV, really. And just, yeah representation that's the most important thing and that's why gay people should not be allowed to kiss on tv exactly <laughs> it should be banned in all countries <laughs> now i'm gonna okay. cut all of that out so it seems like you just said that bit brilliant thank you so much that's great you'll you'll be hearing from my lawyer so <laughs> okay thank you so much for doing this with us it's been so I know, like it's been so nice. and crazy i know it's been so fun thank you so much for having me i've had a lovely time <laughs> Thank you. Hope to see you in track race soon. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, actually, I have, I have one last question before we go. Uh, what would your entrance lane in drag race be? What would my entrance <laughs> entrance lane on? Yeah, if you were a, if you were a contestant on drag race, what would your entrance lane be? Oh gosh, oh, I've never thought about it. Oh no, I don't know because I can't come up with anything witty, and it'll be really crap. Bog on. <laughs> and bog, bog on. on. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Bog on. <laughs> Thank you. You've given it to me. Yes, bog on. <laughs> and then I do this really oh, awkwardly. Here's <laughs> that. Would you go in with the afro? Yeah. Like a really coiffed afro. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got to have you've got to have the iconic afro. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with that? Hey. So everyone, this is our lovely conversation <laughs> with Miss Daniela Harmer. <laughs> Wait, is it Daniela? Fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, everyone, this is our lovely conversation with Miss Danny Harmer. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We've had such a lovely chat. We've talked about this, that, and the other thing. And crisps. And crisps. And crisps. And new deals. And twizzles. It's been so much fun. Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, we've loved you. Thank you so much you. for coming on. Come You're welcome on. back anytime. Yeah, I'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, this is okay. so chaotic. Three. Okay. Me. Me. Me.
So everyone, that was our episode with Miss Danny Harmer. She was absolutely lovely and we had a lovely time getting to chat with her and getting to know her. It was such a great experience and it's one of the top experiences of my life. <laughs> uh, if any of you have any um, messages that you want to send our way, uh, let it be like ideas for episodes, um, questions you want to ask us in general, or if you just want to let us know that you think Giselle's fat, please um, send us uh, an email at afters the podcast at gmail.com if you want to follow our podcast socials please follow us on twitter at afters podcast or on our instagram at afters the podcast uh, if you want to follow our personal socials uh mainly our instagram uh, if you want to follow uh, me myself raspberry uh, you can follow me at raspberry.queen if you want to follow uh lovely regina you can follow her at the regina gorge uh, and if you want to follow giselle you can follow her at giselle chance or if you want to follow Miss Danny Harmer, you can follow her at Miss Danny J Harmer on Instagram. And also, uh, this is like a little, cause, uh, this is a little thing because we put so much effort into this episode and trying to organise and get all this going. Was such it was such a passion project for us, but at the same time, it took a lot of effort and pulling of strings. So if you want to send us a, a donation via PayPal, uh, our PayPal is paypal.com slash afters the podcast it would mean the absolute world uh we put all this podcast together off our own backs uh i edit it and it really means a lot to us we put our heart and soul into every single time that we make an episode and doing this has been our absolute dream seeing people's reaction to this episode specifically it just really warmed all of our hearts and we're sending everyone our love especially in times like this um thank you all for listening and we hope to see you again next week bye